I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stancy and Raf Kamas with you for the intro and the extra of this pod. Romeran joins us for the POG review. He had to leave uh, right after recording that review with Chino Liao because of whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Chino since, on the podcast. Yeah, we got again. Chino Liao on the podcast. He'll be reviewing Path of Gold. He'll talk all about Path of Gold, the match itself, uh, the entire show, the title changes, and everything in between. Right? So but, much in between. Going yeah. On, man. Yeah. Uh, first, though, um, so this is pretty much the last uh, episode I'll be recording for the month. Yep. I'll be taking off for the latter half of March. I'll probably be back right after Holy Week. So uh, it'll be Ro and Camus taking care of the podcast until then. So I'll be leaving you the mic, right? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's in good hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right uh, as we get through the last few weeks heading into WrestleMania. And that's why uh, people have been uh, so so gung-ho about really hyping up WrestleMania season for good yes. reason. Because it's lapit na niya. And there's so much. Yeah, there's so much that happened. For starters, you had Fastlane, which took place Monday morning, Manila time. Uh, then you had Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday night, so uh, I haven't seen 205 Live. I haven't seen it for the last couple of weeks because I've been pretty busy. Oh, it is good. It is good, sir. Yeah, I know it's been picking up. Uh, it is good, NXT sir. last week, Diko Parina Papanood, so I'll, I'll uh, find time to catch up on those. Uh, you know, don't even get me started on the Mixed Match Challenge because I, oh, yeah. you know, I haven't but, followed that in a while. And there's so much. I mean, there's so many teams that I want to see come back for the second round. Just because there there's an opportunity for it. There's a fan vote going on. It's fun. And there's a lot... I mean, it's it's a good watch. It's a good mindless watch if you want to watch intergender tag teams. I, I don't know. For me, it's become like white noise. Like when I find uh, some time to binge, I'd binge it, but I'd be doing something else. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd have it on the in the background as if I was listening to the radio. Then you know it. So... I mean, no disrespect to anybody who's in the Mixed Match Challenge. I mean, when there's just so much going on, it's so hard to keep track of everything. And I think um, it took a while, but I think all of this wrestling has finally caught up to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does. It does. But so like, I'm, I'm the, way in over my head. At the end of the day, because, uh, um, the 205 and the Cruiserweight Tournament have more bearing than the Mixed Match Challenge, which is, you know, it's there. Um, when you watch as much wrestling as we do, it does get old. And it does no, get I, I wouldn't say it gets old. I, I would just say that it's very tiring. Yeah, yeah I mean, the fatigue it, is real. I mean, at the end of the day, cause, uh, you choose you choose your battles. You choose where what you want to watch, where you want to watch, and when you want to watch. And in a in like the span of what the past two weeks, we've put on a show. We've put on a show. There have been two pay per views on top of the regular programming. So it's just. For for us, I you know I understand, and for pe- people involved with wrestling, PWR, MWF, 
it gets tiring. Yeah, it, it especially during a show does. week. Right, right. So you know, um, like in my case, I would have expected to spend Sunday just catching up on two hundred five and then NXT, and you know that obviously didn't happen because nah, we we had the show. Yeah, we had Path of Gold going on. So now that I'm complaining, it's just uh, first, there's a lot. There's if a you're lot. anal like me and you want to make sure that you end the week having caught all of the wrestling you're supposed to catch, Oh yeah. So you know, that, I mean, but, I'm, but again, still, that's I'm me. literally still catching up on um, Ring of Honor and New Japan just because of all of the developments that have been going on in the past month. So it it is exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Even when you're unemployed. So you'll have to excuse me a bit. Now, you know, I, I I've only seen a little bit more than half of SmackDown today because of all the work, and then I, I've seen I, I've seen Raw in full. I've seen Fastlane in full. But you know. okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about those things. Let's start with Fastlane. Fastlane. All right, so the biggest story coming out of Fastlane, or the two biggest stories, are one, AJ Styles retained the WWE Championship, which means Hoo-ha! we get the dream match, Hoo-ha! AJ versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. Hoo-ha! A huge sigh of relief for everybody. Thank the Lord. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that that match was awesome. I would say it's it my, was. It was. It was. I would say it was my pick of the week. Right. I'll, uh, I'll let you have it. Yeah, yeah. That that six pack challenge is really good. I like how the pace was just bang, bang, bang. It was so tight. And it was. It was all the way. All the way to the ending. Yeah. All the way to that that, that final forearm. I loved it. It was very refreshing because compared to say the Orth- Orton Rude match, which was methodical as fuck. Yes. Or the uh, the the tag team match, which eventually ended in the Bludgeon Brothers interference, yes. which built up slowly. Like it started off quick, sure, but it built up, but in from someplace. Yeah. In six pack challenge, one yeah. action zero to one hundred, the one hundred from the start. Oh, and it's just like it's it starts with multiple a four AAs. Yeah, yeah, with AJ being the lone. Fucking John Cena, the lone guy not to take the AA. So you know, it, it, it was excellent. I loved it. I, I uh, I'm especially happy because we're getting Styles Nakamura, and I don't think there's anything that can take that away from us at nothing, this point. Nothing in the world can screw this up if they keep it just like that, right? Yep. Next I, biggest story to come out of Maslin was Asuka challenging Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, what are already. our feelings about this? I like it. I like it. If 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 we get Alexa Naya and Asuka Charlotte, because this was one of those matches that I wanted to happen down on NXT, and you know we didn't get it. We didn't get it. They got the call up. They got the call up when Asuka came in. on her way in, she they were on their way out. I'm okay with this because this is a dream match with stakes for me. With Mina Man, I was kind of uh, I was kind of against it when I saw Asuka come out. So I le- I actually groaned. I was like, "Oh man," because it's at this point it looks like Charlotte defeats Asuka's streak. I no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry. I would like Asuka to continue winning actually, and I, I think a win think against Charlotte would be her signature win. And I would like that. Thing is, I also feel like Charlotte may be the female Roman Reigns. So don't want to But she's so much better than. Roman Reigns was when he was being shoved down our throats. That's the thing. I, I I just wasn't a fan of it like when I saw it. But then I, I heard this bit from the Mass Man Show on the okay. Ringgit Podcast Network where one of them, I believe this was Dave Schilling, uh, okay. who said this. He said, nah, Asuka's 36. 
she's taken yep. so many bumps in her career. Yep. And uh, you know how it is with the guys, like AJ Nakamura. You might as well have this match now. Yes. Because they're also both in uh, the advanced, advanced stages, stages of their wrestling yeah. careers. Ganon did Asuka, so get that big money match out right now. And when I heard that, I was like, you know what, fine. I can buy into this if that's the agree- if that's the reasoning, the logic behind it. Sige, let's do it. Contra, so. Yeah, and, there, and I think this year is the year that they have to pull the trigger on all of these things that should have been done or should be done in like the next three years. Yeah, because si Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is in his late 30s. He's wrestled for the better part of the last two decades and he was healthy last year during WrestleMania season and he was nowhere on the card. Yep. And now, after they spent 2017 Regret. building him up to be a huge, uh, a, a huge part of the Raw roster, he's nowhere to be found because he's injured. Again. Sayang, diba? Right? Yeah. And he's a workhorse type of guy. If you... I'm sure Cena Joe would have been a great match. Cena Joe, I would have bought in Cena Joe. I would have also bought in Rollins Joe. Rollins Joe would have been fun. Yeah, but we Just got because, that at Fastlane the, no, wait, the year before. But, so No, Roll, I mean, Rollins Joe Miz. Instead of it being Finn. And then Finn would have been in the main event picture. No, I, I don't think that would have happened. Either way, I think we would have gotten Reigns-Lesnar. Like, I think no, the Reigns, only thing no, that will... I think the only thing stopping us from a Reigns-Lesnar main event is the steroid scandal catching up the Roman Reigns. Which begs the question, who would have fit it better? If it was a three-way and then it became... No, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think so. I think if, if, it were, uh, if the ramifications of the steroid scandal would have happened, it would... It will, it have, will happened have happened already. after WrestleMania. Okay, fine. Granted. Like, uh, Vince has to get off. Let yeah. the man Let get the off. Man. Yeah. Right? Okay, so uh, another huge thing that came out of... Fa- or the other stuff that came out of Fastlane, of course, Randy Orton, now a Grand Slam champion. One of few. Right now on the active roster, it's John Cena, The Miz himself. No, Cena's never won the IC title, Camus. Oh. So it's... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's Seth Rollins, The Miz... Miz. Uh, Randy Orton, and I'm not sure who else. Because uh, Daniel Bryan counts, but he's retired. He's retired. Big Show. Yeah, the is, Big Show counts, uh, but he's retired. Semi-retired. Um, I think that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah. elite company. No, we it we could be wrong. Company. We could be wrong. I mean, like yeah. uh, I can't check the stats right now because uh, my, my computer will crash if yeah. I if <laughs> I run really my Chrome. Let it, let it go. Let it go. Let it yeah, go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Alright, so you got Randy Orton doing that, but then then you have this weird situation where Jinder Mahal was stressed to compete at Fastlane when he wasn't even booked for a match. And he inserted himself post-match and there was beatdowns. And and it's not like Jinder stood tall. In the end, Bobby, Bobby Roode got his heat back. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like the Braun Strowman ending from Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Now, come on, WWE. Find an ending and stick to it. Defend it. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Stand by your guns. Right. Uh, the, the Charlotte Ruby Riot match was just terribly bad. It was, uh, I didn't like it. There was no chemistry. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But for all it was worth, the post match made it so much more. Yeah, but that's outside of the match. Because like, by, by that point, well, I'm not going to Riot Squad. Like, True. Yeah, right, right, screw the Riot Squad. And, and Becky and Naomi were an afterthought. Yeah. Kind of like and, how in that match uh, that they had, but okay, whatever. So you know, they they lost against uh, Charlotte and Natty, uh, Carmella and Natty. Yeah. And then what? When is Carmella gonna cash in? When when will we see that? Will we see Oscar win and yeah. then have Carmella break the losing uh, the winning streak? No, no. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers were there at Fastlane, and oh, they... this, th- this was this was one of my, I think like 
save for my pick, this might have been my pick of the week if it didn't end that way. Yeah, yun lang. I, I really hate how they teased us with a match only to have the Bludgeon Brothers get involved. But it was, okay, leading, like, right up until they got involved, I was like, this is, you know, Attitude Era booking. Na parang finisher stealing, everyone mimicking each other and just pulling out something new. Something new to make, to refresh an already good feud, diba? Na parang we've seen this. We've had, we've had a great time with Usos versus The New Day. And yet, they still managed to make it fresh, right? I would have loved to see an actual match. But I now would that have. the Bludgeon Brothers are involved, and after what they pulled on SmackDown, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to buy into this because I like the dynamic. Now, there's this... There's a third team? There's this uneasy alliance between the Usos and the New Day. Yeah. And if the titles are on the line and things have to go down that way, I don't mind seeing this at WrestleMania. Three-way, I don't mind. Yeah, I think it's going to be a three-way anyway, so that's where they're headed for that. And I'm happy because I, I am a huge fan of Luke Harper. I'm a, I'm a fan of them. I'm Harper of them. hasn't really been part of a big Mania match since that seven-man ladder match for the IC title. Oh, I know. Has been a while. It's, it's been a while for Harper, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for him. Uh, what what else happened at Fastlane? Uh, Nakamura had that tune-up Nakamura, match against Rusev. Which was fun. Rusev has been performing really well. He had that match against AJ Styles on SmackDown today. Yeah, and, and that, was, that was excellent. I, that you know what, excellent, all I sorry. want for Rusev is for him to get his due. I just want him I don't mind to him have a good after. spot. I, I think he'll be in the armbar this year. He can win the armbar. I want him to win the armbar. Because let him win the armbar. Let, let us have Rusev Day at WrestleMania. That would be nice. I actually like my in an ideal world coming off of WrestleMania, Rusev is number one contender. I could deal with that. After the dust settles from all of this, I would like to see Rusev in the championship picture for the world title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same same thing here. I mean, with uh, Rusev potentially winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, he could immediately use that to stake his claim for the WWE Championship when Nakamura wins it, or if AJ retains it, or whatever. Right. Nakamura's gonna win it. Yeah, probably. Nakamura's gonna win it. Sorry, let's not get ourselves. <laughs> right. Now, let's talk about Raw. Uh, of course, we're dealing with Asuka and uh, her, and her being and her basically John, female John Cena. She can be on Raw, she can be on SmackDown, right? It's kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll live with it. Uh, after that, with it. you know, since we mentioned Cena, yeah, John Cena finally challenging The Undertaker. So... Okay, uh, I'll, I'll go first now. You go first. So my thoughts on this are, I thought it was weird that they made John Cena go through these detours only to have him end up facing The Undertaker anyway. But at the same time, I like how they made his storyline compelling. Oh. So, mapapatawad ko yun. Okay. I, I was concerned. Yeah, in. I got sucked in. I was concerned that the reports about Rey Mysterio's bicep injury came out because... I was hoping for a Cena Ray match at WrestleMania, as the rumors uh, imply. Were also implying, yeah. I wouldn't have minded Cena Joe, obviously, as I stated earlier. But at this point, I have no idea who Cena had to face aside from Johnny Gargano, uh, who we were uh, spitballing. Which we, yeah, we, we spitballed, and then it was like, guys, come on, come on, pull it. Yeah, uh, John Cena versus Johnny Gargano, but it's, it's, a, it's a dream match in itself. Yeah. Now, with The Undertaker coming out for one more match at WrestleMania, I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Uh, I, I get the story that they're trying to tell. I get that Cena is attacking Undertaker the person and not Undertaker the dead man character. Uh-huh. I get that it could be a way to reintroduce the American badass since Kid Rock's entering the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, uh, I that, mean, that's something I can imagine. Uh, 
But you know what? It's unnecessary. Yeah, though. it's unnecessary. I don't need the Undertaker back. Like we were satisfied with him retiring after the Brock Lesnar match, or at least I was. Oh, nene. Oh. And we all talked ourselves into sending the Undertaker off after 33 when he lost to Roman Reigns. Again, fitting, perfect fitting. scenario. Oh. Main and event. had so many of these scenarios. He laid down his hat, his overcoat, and his gloves, and everybody, everybody made a big deal out of it. And so we bought in. We bought in. Why the fuck are we bringing him back when we know that he's got hips made of glass at this point? Replaced hips of glass, by the way. He's had surgery. I don't need this. I mean, yeah, sure, we saw Cena Taker in, what, 2002, 2003, when John Cena was young, right? We don't need this. We could have used this four years ago, five years ago. Five years ago. Six years ago. Actually, before... Whether and right after Brock, eh? I, We just don't need we this don't anymore. We don't need this anymore. I'm really disappointed. I don't know. Uh, have thoughts. you said anything that no. I haven't said? No. Uh, my, my sentiments are very close to those, but... In a world where John Cena doesn't have a dance partner and The Undertaker is available, willing, and he's not break, he's not as broken down as we've seen him in the past few years, I'm willing to give the shot. That's the thing. That's my thing. I will give Undertaker the benefit of the doubt one last time. You know, and jo- that's it. And that's it, man. If John Cena was really desperate, na, wala spot, you know what? He would have just declared for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and then, no like, way. win it or some shit. Or probably put Cena someone over. Is, Cena is money. You have to realize that. Now, no matter what we are entitled to believe, whatever we want to think we are entitled to as fans, John Cena is money. He can't be on the armbar because the armbar needs to elevate somebody. Diba? And And the armbar isn't really that prestigious. Isn't that of prestigious? A and thing. even if they try to make it more prestigious this year. You need to give John Cena a money match. Last year's intergender tag team, money match. Money match. Who do you give him this year? How do you top yourselves? You don't necessarily have to put him in the main event. You don't have to put him in the co-main event. But you have to give him something significant. And I think outside of... Undertaker's the only one who makes sense. Even the Rey Mysterio match would have been special showcase. I yeah, don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know who John Cena could face, diba? Yeah, n- neither do I. So, and, I, uh, we and, we and can thing, grasp at straws here. It's just I just don't like the Cena Undertaker matchup. You know, in lang. Mm. Let me just end it there. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you also got the announcement for the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. It's basically uh, yeah. arm bar for the women, uh, which That's is fine. pretty problematic considering the history of the Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, but the the Battle Royal in itself is. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm f- I'm fine with it too. Like uh, it's a payday for the girls. Yeah, and you have more women now than ever, Dubai. You might as well put them all on WrestleMania, unlike say 32 when you only had Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky on the main show. Oh, oh. and and with this, because it allows them to have to have their group thing, and then there's the possibility that we're getting three women's matches on the main card. The thing about people's outrage over the Battle Royal being named about Moolah, I understand it. I get that you know, I get it's, it it's WWE whitewashing its history. But for the people who are upset, okay, are you going to boycott the match? Nope. And if you're going to boycott the match, bawal mo yung pag-usapan. Kasi hindi mo papanoorin eh. Oh. Bawal mo yung pag-usapan. Not even after the fact. Kasi wh- wh- whatever stories come out of it, 
it's probably gonna lead to stories after WrestleMania. Yeah. Tanga na, bawon mo rin yung pag-usapan, ha? Kasi pinoikot pa yung match, eh. No, 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 no. Let, let me get on my soapbox here. Because uh, there are people who are too self-righteous in saying na, you know what, no, I I, I don't like this. I, I'm gonna boycott the match. Tanga na, sige lang. I challenge you to actually boycott something. Kasi no matter how many how many times people say that they're gonna boycott WWE for this and for that, people are gonna come back anyway. Yep. So if you're a hardcore wrestler, uh, wrestling fan, if you're a hardcore smart like we are, and you're going to say you're going to boycott WWE, please. Come on, that's not going to happen. I mean, I hate Michael Elgin. I still watch his matches. It, it's part of your diet at this point, And you're not going to give up your diet the same way you're not going to give up rice. Mm-hmm. So please. Wagaho. All right? Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. And just to settle the issue, naming it that way doesn't take away from the fact that what, 90% of the roster is going to be there? 90% of the women's roster is going to be in this match? So, you know, don't do it to yourself, man. Don't don't screw yourself over. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't uh, tapos na. Oh, I'm going to boycott this. Come on. Yeah, and let that be the end of it. Yes. All right, uh, next up, let's talk about Braun Strowman invading that tag team battle royal and eliminating everybody. <laughs> Braun Strowman is now officially... No, he's not officially, but is now <laughs> tag team champions. Well, he's not yet the champion. No, no but, but it, it's it's a hilarious sight at the end of it all, right? I think this is weird. I would have rather seen Sheamus and Cesaro go up against, say, the Young Bucks or whichever tag team yeah, outside well, we, of Raw or outside of WWE. Week, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. But then again, it is WrestleMania, and this is a way to elevate Braun as really an as, as a real attraction. Like, Sino pa kaya partner niya? No, he's not gonna have a partner. He's gonna be Braun. It's gonna be Braun against oh, the bar, God. and Braun is gonna beat the bar single-handedly. Now, the question is, in doing so, you pretty much take a shit all over your That's tag team division. Say, no, That's not a good thing. And the thing is, the tag team division is your work is one of the workhorse divisions for your live shows. For ev- it supports so much of the industry. No, parang, the tag teams don't get a lot of credit, but the ones that do work work hard and put and are a solid bedrock upon which this industry matters honestly i'm very disappointed because uh, as as you mentioned camus you have all these tag teams that are really talented like uh, Gallows and Anderson. The club. Okay, let's let's run it down. Yeah, you have club. Gallows and Anderson, the revival. revival. You've got the Mizturage, right? Um, Slater and Rhino. Slater, Rhino. Well, and Titus Worldwide. Yeah. All of those teams are actually talented. Because if they if they weren't, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't WWE, be there. Right? And, and some of them are overachievers. Even my, though booking doesn't always show it. My my problem with this booking Braun as the opponent for the bar is that uh, as I said it takes a shit all over the tag team and division. I mean, it's not final, but and then after now, that, what happens? Uh-oh. So Braun wins the tag titles. What happens? Who do you get to defeat him? Because you have you have to form a super team to defeat Braun Strowman. Oh shit! Oh, shit. This is hilarious. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm now picturing. How do you get the championships after. off of him? Who the part? What Angle's gonna strip it from him? No. You have Alexa seduce Braun into giving up the uh, tag team championships, but. That's not gonna happen. happen. So you know, WWE's writing themselves into a corner once again. But but the thing is, we in all reality, it might not be final. That's that's me. That's me. They will they will find some way to fix this without it without this actually being the booking. God, I hope so. I I hope hope he finds a partner at the very least. Like that would be fine. I get the attraction. I get the moment. I don't know. Okay, fantasy booking. Who would you pick? Who would you pick to be his tag team partner? I don't know. 
because uh, Braun exists best on his own right yes. now. Like in a perfect world, I would have Braun challenging Lesnar and winning the yeah, Universal Championship. I don't think Braun needs a storyline right now where he's in the tag team because I just want him to be built as this singular destructive force, which he is. Which and they did. If he takes on the tag team division, you know, you just shit all over the tag teams. Well, it's it's a bad move altogether. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a it's a uh, developing story. Let's wait to see where this goes. Right? Yeah. I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. But Braun looked strong. Of and course, that's he did. what matters. Of course, he did. Because that's the goal, Camus. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything out of the ordinary. Uh, on SmackDown, the biggest thing coming out of that uh, this week's episode. Oh is, boy! Uh, the initial announcement that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens would go one on one at WrestleMania. But as a result of the events of Fastlane, they ended up teaming up again to take out Shane McMahon. Yeah. After, Where do we right see this after, going? Okay, and sorry, this has to be asterisk with the point that Shane said he would be taking an extended leave of absence from SmackDown. Now, apparently, that's, that's, that's something that needs to be said. He said that first, and then they came out. So, where I stand on it is, if we're actually going to get that match... I'm okay with it happening now. I am okay yeah. with with it happening now. I'd love for it to happen because if it's heel Sammy and shade of Ray Kevin, yeah, sure. I'm fine with it. But the thing is, uh, does it have to happen now? I'd much rather it happen with stakes. Yan yun. Kamus, you're the same person who said, let's get the big money matches out of the way yes, right now. Yes, yes, I did. But then at this point, those two guys are not in the same boat as... As well, the Samoa Joes, John Cena's Undertakers of the World. But isn't there a story in a man? Because oh, you have a, there is a you have story. all there these years. You have that backstory, and then you have the, uh, the the last six months where they teamed together, they reconciled, and only for a championship to tear them apart again. I would say this is bigger than a championship because of that. Ah, it doesn't feel right for me. just sorry, as a guy who has followed. Has followed this saga and who is like balls deep into it. I don't mind seeing the match, but then it's just gonna be another footnote. Next WrestleMania, if they're not doing it for the championship, they can't one up it. That's the thing. But then again, you had that match between Sammy and Kevin at was that Battleground? Battleground, that, Battleground that, that, last year. And a lot of people will also tell you now that was one of their best matches together. So yes, if, if they can one up that, yes. they they can one up this match at WrestleMania. They can they can one up themselves for the rest of their careers, but it. I don't know eh. I, I feel like this time To do it justice Shane McMahon has to be involved somehow Yeah, I understand Because that, that is the overarching story But I will also tell you that mm-hmm. We live in a world where WWE's roster is as deep as it's ever been Oh yes, the and deepest that said, So that said I think that they might as well just get all these big money matches out of the way And they just one-up themselves in the future Because that's how you challenge WWE to step up their game you give you give them a B, you give these guys B plus type time and match. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is get all the good matches out there. If Sammy and Kevin will sell at Wrestle Fucking Mania, you do it. Uh, and then if you're gonna worry about them being in a championship or them having higher stakes, it'd be pull that shit off some other time. Do uh, that next year. Summer do Slam. that at SummerSlam. Yeah. Do that at some okay. other pay per view. Okay. It's not- about one upping yourself. So that you can come up with the best possible product. Ah, uh, okay. I thought you meant set the bar lower just because the circumstances no, are no, there. No, 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 no. That, that, that's, uh, that, that's not good business in the sense that you're encouraging mediocrity. Exactly. 
That's not what I'm trying to go for. What I'm trying to go for is you go against mediocrity by by having the most setting the bar as high as you can yeah. and then exceeding expectations moving forward. Okay, valid. Right, uh, but I don't. Uh, all all of that being said, I don't think this is final. I really have a feeling that this is not final. Yeah, I think Shane McMahon's going to get involved. I think Daniel Bryan's going to get involved. So let's now, let's see where that goes, where that takes because us. Because we are how many? Six weeks. We are six weeks to Mania. No, four no. weeks to Mania. Four weeks Clearly, you haven't been checking your calendar. No, I have sir. not. I don't have to anymore. Hey! Unemployment jokes. But end of the day, I think they will find a way to make this better or less convoluted or just... Basically, not that much. Not that much. I think Shane did this for the sake of creating buzz. And that's it. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I, I do hope that it, you know, it works out for the best. I just don't want Sammy and Kevin to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Because I think it would be a huge disservice to the story they've told over the last half year. So, True. You know, um, I, I'm just hoping that we get that Sammy and Kevin big money match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? Right. Now that's enough gum flapping for uh, WWE product throughout the week. Let's get to this review of Path of Gold and let's bring in Romaran and Chino Liao. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Back on the podcast is the man who always comes on right after a PWR show and Tamang Tama. We're just a few days out of, or, you know, a few days. Uh, after Path of Gold, one of PWR's signature Big Four events. So let's bring back on Mr. Chino Liao to review. Hey the show. guys, how are you guys doing tonight? It's been a while. It's, it's, been, been, it's been, been a month. month. It's been a month. Yeah, it's, it's been, been, a, month. been exactly exactly a month. Exactly a month. A month. Exactly a month. <laughs> yeah. More or less. Oh, more or less. the faithful review that got recorded, then got lost, then got recorded. Yeah. Yeah. The, yes. Then we had the Saturday that shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Saturday that. Yep. Props to you for actually pulling through on another Saturday. Yeah, no, I mean, that's one of the perks of unemployment. Professionalism. (laughs) I am on your beck and call. Professionalism, sir. So how's that life been since you you left your job? Uh, I got a dog. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. Um, What kind of dog is it? uh, It's an Ascal. Uh, Okay. Very sick Ascal at that. Oh, so that was a rescue. It's a rescue. Nice, nice. Baby um, power. I did yeah. not know that it was a rescue, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair. They uh, rescued the dog. Okay, so Ken Tell Warren. Story. Ken Warren rescued the dog? Has a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, he does. Let's break a Let's break a thing. Catalini has a girlfriend. Yes. Girlfriend has a sister. The sister. The sister, rather. Rescued the dogs. Okay. And uh, I just saw the post of Ken Warren's girlfriend okay. on Facebook. You're friends with the girlfriend? Yes. Okay. I'm also friends with Ken Warren. Of course. We know that. We know that. So I see it on Facebook that he's sharing this post about having Aspins uh, Mm -hmm. adopted. Uh, And not knowing that they were actually actual Aspins. As in, Mm -hmm. this is a Kalye. It's a village. So I adopted one, not knowing that it was incredibly uh, sick. So now I have to take care of a sick puppy. (laughs) <laughs> hey, there are worse I mean, things in this world. Yes, yeah. exactly. It, it's, I mean, it's cute and sad at the same yeah, time. I mean, exactly. I mean, sick puppies. Uh, at least, I uh, know. Uh, you just take them to the vet. They'll find out what's wrong yes. with it. Then they get better. Yeah, yes. they get better. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he is on the up and up. So, yeah, yeah. puppies are easy to Good easier job. to cure than older dogs. Yes. Oh, exactly. Most definitely. So, yeah, yeah I got a sick puppy. At least now, I don't have to put up with. Uh, SEO keywords and, wow. <laughs> and now you have a puppy and now you and have, have a puppy. Uh, puppy poop to clean yeah, yeah exactly it's fun so much more fun than researching about random industries that you don't really give a shit about yes exactly alright 
So yeah, so now that Trina's back, uh, let's talk about Path of Gold and what were your expectations heading in, knowing that it's one of PWR's signature events, it's back at Power Max Center Spotlight. What did you expect from the show going in? Path of Gold, uh, compared to last year's, last year's Path of Gold uh, over at the Bayanian Center yeah. was very, very epic. It was one of the top events, if not the top event, better than Revo X, in fact. Ooh. For... Well, I'm not going Revo X that year, right? No, there's been Revo X every year since 2015. Okay, so uh, then I'm stand corrected. But Path of Gold last year was very, very good. I have to say, out of all the events, it is the one that I enjoyed the most. That is why I made sure to not miss this year's Path of Gold, especially since it's being held in one of the uh, one one of the better venues that PWR has been able to come across, and especially since it's been powered by Potato Corner. That's what I was gonna say. did you come for the Potato Corner or the show? Uh, the Potato Corner was a sweet, sweet uh, additive to the whole night. Magandang magandang advantage to the Path of Gold, but the wrestling that. That night, I held at a higher standard than mm-hmm. most shows because Path of Gold is is big implications for all across the PWR roster. Right? Mm-hmm. So that. the match itself, it's not just any show. It's not just any show, exactly. And like everybody stays tuned uh, for Royal Rumble mm-hmm. in the WWE universe, the right? So PWR universe, you have Path of Gold. So again, only expect good things from the show. Alright, so uh, Kams, you had a question for, yeah. for Chino. Let's get this out of the way since you already mentioned the sponsor, Potato Corner. What is your favorite flavor? <laughs> Let's just get this out of no, the way. Sure introduce that, that way. Barbecue! Wow! Yes. Barbecue! Ah, nice. Alright! Please justify yourself. Barbecue... Please justify yourself, sir. Absolutely. You guys would do that. We wouldn't. Yeah. We would go straight for the barbecue. barbecue. Wait, are you telling sour me, cream. Are you no. telling me cold on barbecue? You would go plain. No, no, no sour no. cream. No. Wait, I would choose your flavors as a backup. Yeah. Right. Barbecue, sour yeah, cream. I, we would choose barbecue as our backup. Yeah. Well, let's call it quits. It, it, it's two two at this point. Okay. So we're really at a stage. Uh, we are in agreement. Na alipin lang ang True. Yes. 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 Okay. Amen. Amen. Yes, no truer words, man. No truer words. All right, so PWR Path of Gold for you was a can't-miss show, so let's get right to it and go to the pre-show. Pre-show was Spudster and Revo Ranger versus the Council of Trabajadores. Now, you know, I don't know what the Council really has in their game plan here. They're trying to take on too many... They're trying to put too many things in the shadows uh, with their plan, they're trying to concentrate on Cuatro. They're trying to keep the council in the shadows. And at the same time, they're trying to take on a potato. Yes. What did you think of the wrestling and the potato? Sentai. And the sentai. Uh, and the sentai. Okay, fine. The sentai is understandable. The sentai is understandable because he's there as the defender mm-hmm. of all things that are good, right? Potatoes included. <laughs> Um, he gets. I don't understand why why the Trabadores had to take on a potato. Maybe Trabador Supremo is a fan. Maybe he likes plain. That's why he was there. He looks like somebody would like plain though. <laughs> so, I understand. I, I can more on that know, later. More on that later. I, I I would get why he had a thing against a superpowered sponsor. 
you know. But it was a good match. It was a good spot for Potato Corner, you know. They are the sponsors. Without them, we would not have all the free, unlimited barbecue, sour cream, and cheese. regrettably cheese fries. And plain. And you, plain. If you, if, you, if, if you have something wrong with your head, you get plain. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I will tell you this. I pretended to be with somebody just so I could get two. Sugapa <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the one of the good friends of the Swart Gilas uh webpage, George was like oh. I was like, Oh, because I have a plus one. <laughs> I didn't have a plus one. I just got two. You count for two. I count for there two. There you go. Oh, f- fun fact. <laughs> well, you're not the only one who does. I'm not The fun fact, uh, they gave away free jumbo fries. Two jumbo fries, apparently I just found this out the other day, equals one mega fries. <laughs> so I technically got one free mega fries. Thanks, Potato Corner. Thanks, Potato Corner. <laughs> Salamat. All right, right. Uh, so, mm. and, any other thoughts on the Spudster match, or do you want to move on to the next uh, one? Let's move on to the match, right? Maybe the Trabajadores tra- should take on, like, lesser mascots. Like, seriously, Bart from Burger Machine. Wait, <laughs> the Burger Machine? Wait, Wait, the dude who looks like a king. The, yeah, the dude who looks like an elf. Uh, yeah, Christmas right, right, right. Yeah, we can, we can uh, put Bart in a match against Bert. <laughs> that could work, right? But, oh, you know, not, leave, leave Spudster alone, guys. Come on. All right, wait, next wait, up. I, I oh, really have to ask. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any guesses as to who is underneath the Spudster suit? Hmm, that is interesting. So, you know what? Because of the green motif, I will say Chino Ginto. <laughs> Chino Ginto, 100% inside the Spudster. Yes, yes, because Chino Ginto would travel all the way back to Power Max Center Spotlight to be a potato yes, for one day. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. And not make and his right That's how meta yeah. Not though. go to Path of Gold, not, not even, be in the back. Not, not even back of AV3. Maybe Chino Ginto? Maybe, no. maybe Idol was inside the suit? One of the network downlines. All right. Pretty all right. sure. Sure, yeah. sure. Just of the green. Next up, you had a Path of Gold qualifier between Cuatro and Capitan PWR. I think this is the first time we've seen a match like this. No, it's not. No, it's it's not. not. We did it last year also. Oh, did With Delirium. Oh. Yeah, when they had to face each other. Yeah. Yeah, Delirium had the same situation. Versus uh, Dan Erickson had to face... Dan Texon had to face each other. Uh, This time around, though, Cuatro had to face his good friend, Capitan PWR. Um... You can see it in Quatter's face that you know the the council is really really trying to get at him, get playing by games with him, trying to bring him back in their old losing ways. Uh, I'm here because Quatter is so talented, and yet he had to punish a guy who considers considers his friend. At the end of the day, though, the the nagpapaka luchador had to lose to the real luchador. But <laughs> well, they're still friends. That's they're still friends, though. So that's, that's what, what matters. Chikara style we had to lose to AA sure was there anything uh, special about the match that you wanted to point out not really I mean Quattro I already had him in my final four for the Path World match itself so I was pretty confident were were you you surprised to see Kapitan PWR again considering that he was supposed to be swept off or swept out of the company as of last show no, I was not. I, I actually, you know, John Sebastian, as good as a GM as he is, he is actually very, very... Um, Merciful. No, actually very, very forgiving. He gives equal opportunity to okay. all. They're very democratic. Is the all right, absolute. all right. Well, regardless of... Regardless of your allegiance. Yes, exactly. 
as as you know, he he has his own ways and he gets out he gets around in his own devices, but he's actually very democratic as a leader. So I wasn't surprised to see Captain BWR there. Alright, next up you got the main show starting off with JDL versus Dax Javiera. Yeah, uh, JDL actually uh, last review I actually co- to- told him I uh, told the listeners rather that JDL brought uh, Sandata up to his level. Well, apparently, and Sandata and JDL were at each other's level. Well, apparently, I was wrong. According to Jake DeLeon himself, <laughs> he brings people up to his level. Sure. Which you know what? I agree. He does bring people up to his level. So Dax Savera. I always considered as a mid-carder. Okay, sure. Um, fair, fair enough, because he was in a tag team, didn't really work out, mm. trying to do on his own singles thing, didn't really work out. But now that he had to put up or shut up against Jake DeLeon, a former PWR champion, a guy who former represents... Former Path of Gold winner. Former Path of Gold winner, exactly. The first ever Path of Gold winner, right? And and the guy who represented the country in Malaysia, in, uh, the wrestling in Malaysia... I figure like Dax had to put up put up his with his A game. He had to bring his A game to the match. And if Dax did anything less, he wouldn't have fared so well. Now, I know JDL likes to say he brings people up to his level. Is that necessarily a good thing for JDL himself? We don't know. He is after all on a two match losing streak. Mm-hmm. So he's been on these losing streaks before. Yes, he's been on these losing streaks before. The last time he was on a losing streak, he sided with John Sebastian. And, you know, that's where he is right now. Although, I have to say, later in the night, he will prove me wrong. Yet okay. Again. Okay. All right. Uh, what was the next match on the card? I believe um, that was, was a... No, it was... Ma- it, it, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, the Redrick Mahaba promo than the, ma- uh, the match I was yeah. involved in. Right, yes. So you want to get into the Redrick Mahaba promo first? Because yeah, that was a very impassioned yes, part of the that show. is actually... I Recently I, uploaded also. Yes, I, that is actually the most passionate I've seen Redrick Mahaba in any promo. Any promo. The last time I saw him that impactful was during the promo he did at the uh, PWR Phoenix Showroom show. Photon Showroom show. Yeah, the Photon Showroom Basically show. Basically the one where he turned heel. Yes. And and that time, I already thought that he wasn't just a one-trick pony. You know, not just there to crack jokes. Not just there to make people laugh, to crowd work. No, he was actually there to say something. And this time around, he had actually something to say. It was clear that all the haters were getting to him. And he and he says a lot of things. He just says a lot of things. But the one thing that stuck that stood out, that stuck out to me, was that he's actually a doer. No, he did something about it. He followed his dreams mm. and all the other people can just, you know, be haters. It's actually pretty hard to paint that as a heel promo. Exactly. It, it's it was, CM Punk-esque. Yeah, yes. yeah. It, it does actually draw the line between what's bad and what's good and it comes from the heart. So. Yes. It's actually, there were very little jokes. There no jokes. There's, like, there's like one. One joke one at joke the beginning, at the beginning right? Yeah. And then nothing after that. Just pure passion. Did you find yourself getting worked at some point? Because there were people who were like, oh, uh, this guy's really pissing me off. Yes, but I'm fat, so who cares? <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm sure. No, no, no. no, yes, you know what, you yeah, guys. It's not, you're not like the ones he's actually targeting. Yeah. In which, who, yes. who actually say, no, pretentious, trying hard. Yeah, yeah, you know. I target market. 
I actually agree with some of the things he said yeah. because there are people who will question the passion that wrestlers have for what Just because do. it's not WWE because right, it's not whatever. WWE because it started locally because it's with local guys mm. because it's in smaller venues and and the and the uh, storylines aren't as popular sure you know so it's understandable there will be critics because you will be compared to foreign products it can't be avoided now that being said I actually felt some sort of truth with what Redrick Mahabo was saying throughout the match. And so I, I just love the promo even more. All right. Now let's move on to the PHX Championship match. It was Mike Madrigal versus the returning main Max with me in his corner. Yes. As good. Hey. as uh, You know what? As, as, as mediocre as you were as a GM stand. <laughs> <laughs> you, what a fucking asshole. Wait, wait, wait. You did not bring in potato corners. So. Yeah, hey, I brought in yellow cap. You, you did not bring potato corners. So. And you kept us. You kept. PWR in Cinema Square for the longest time. I was not part of the Batanis Tobacco though. Yep. Yeah, he, he, uh, to be fair, he didn't be book fair. Batanis. Okay, so. Fair. Fair. I also didn't drive PWR out of business. Okay. Almost, almost. 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 No, you saved business. it, no? With, with, with the. No, John Sebastian saved it. Okay. Excuse you. Okay. No, what? No, excuse you. No, Same no, thing wrestling happened during my tenure. Yes, 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 yes. It was his tenure though. Excuse you. It was his spot. Give credit where credit is due, but you know you should. Say, but the moniker of saviors of Philippine wrestling belongs to Jake DeLeon and John, John Sebastian. Sebastian. But anyway, we digress. You know, as good as mediocre as you are as a GM, I think you should have been a talent manager from the very beginning because if you keep putting out these surprises, I cannot. I cannot wait to see who you bring back next. You know, Malena and Jeff Cobb. Kalos is a bimo malena that's a cave and scully balling. No, that is a step down. Let's let's not do that. That's hey, uh, Dan Texan needs him. No, no, no. I'm talking about cave I'm talking about Kayvan. Kayvan also needs him. <laughs> okay, to be fair, are you mad Max uh main Max rather. Main Max, I have not seen him in a while. See that's why I uh, you've seen him around. I've seen him yeah. around, but you know, the last time I've seen him in the ring was when he got injured. And that was exactly a year ago. Yes. It's been a while since we've seen main Max, and, you know, we tend to forget how agile he is for a big man. He's, what, six plus? A few hundred pounds? He can move like a cruiserweight. True. He can move like a cruiserweight at that height and that build. It's just incredible to watch. And he gave Mike Madrigal a run for his money. Remember, uh, main Max, also a former PHX champion, Mm -hmm. right? Former PHX, longest reigning PHX champion, so he would be a challenge for you know Mike Madrigal. But he hasn't been in the ring for a year. Ring rust tends to happen, and I you know I believe that was to main Max's detriment. Maybe you know as as the manager you should have thought about that. Uh, <laughs> How do you feel about the ending though? And the involvement of the Kakae Bros. Well, the Kakae Bros are just not good people. You have <laughs> called them bacteria on this show before. Uh, I'm running out of detriments to call the Kakae Bros. Sal, I'm running Sal out of ate some of that. The pubic bacteria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I had some of that cock sweat on my yeah. face. <laughs> he, oh, cock sweat. He, he, cock these sweat. guys will side with the biggest. They are parasites. Yeah. Sack they juice. Will, and they will, they will side and suckle on the tip of the biggest person they can hang on to. And that, for that reason, 
I wasn't surprised that they were uh, with Mike Madrigal. Mike Madrigal, they call him Kupal for a reason. Employing other Kupals inside the Spotlight Theater. So, I mean, he's they call him Kupal for a reason. So he was about to win Barbie in, Kupal, in, in, by the way. Yeah, in, in such a shady fashion. So did you think that Main Max had a chance to win? Or did you think that some shenanigans would happen? I was expecting shenanigans. I was hoping Main Max would win. All right, because Mike Madrigal has had that belt for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yes. since APCC. Yes, he's been holding on to that title for quite some time. Um, he's about to lose it. He's about to lose his footing sooner or later. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. All right. Any idea where the story will go? Uh, with Mike Madrigal, with Main Max. Uh, either way. With Mac Madagal, we'll later find out that he already has an opponent oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Evolution X. Of course, of course. With Main Max, I want to see him back in the ring as soon as possible. All right. Maybe well, doing, let me take some notes down. Yeah, maybe doing something else. Maybe you should take some notes down. Yeah. All right. Up next was <laughs> the... Posterity anyway. Yeah. Up next was the last man standing match for the all-out war championship between Vlad Sinsik and the Apocalypse. All right, I think the first thing we have to address was that ending. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the people were confused. I was confused. I was watching this match, right? Let me bring in the scoop here since I technically work with the referee okay. in my day job. No, how, how about how about we have Chino explain first yeah, from what, his what, point of view? What, 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 what did you understand? What you thought happened, and I'll chime in with in what was supposed to happen. I, yeah. I actually got the ending from uh-huh. where I was standing. I was actually from your angle, from your from, angle, I was standing towards the entrance of the Power Math Center. Sure. Factory Station, so right? you were on their side. Yes, right. So when the ending happened, the referee was counting. I remember seeing this exact finish at another uh, Last Man Standing match. If I'm not mistaken, it's Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. Sure. Uh, when, yeah. Right. Close. 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 Right. Close, when close. Braun Strowman beat the count by. Or sorry, Roman beat Roman the count, the count by, by falling on his feet. Yeah. And be technically being, you know, air quotes, being on his feet by the 10 count, right? I get that that's what they were trying to go for. Although I felt like the fans didn't get it because this entire match was very hard hitting. They hit each other with everything and anything. But the, the phrase, everything but the kitchen sink applies to this. Because may upo, guys. Upo, upo, upo may go wing. Upo, may Lego, may rip off Lego, and ladders. So many things. Cookie sheets. Cookie sheets. So many things. Steel chairs. There was yes. a Dora the Explorer uh, lunchbox. Yes. So many random things to sake, man. hit each other with that. And there were vegetables involved. Like it was there bats, were potatoes. Like it was bats there were zombies. Potatoes. And and then to have it end Rough like that, it's, it's a little disappointing. I would have wanted to see a decisive finish. I think uh, what happened there was um, it's not a finish that's fit for a live setup without TV cameras. Yes. yes. Or commentators to yes. explain what was going on. Yeah. Yes. Let me instant replay. Because like, if the finish was really take it off Strowman versus Reigns which yes. could have happened at a Raw or at a pay-per-view uh, yes. you, would ha- you would have had the benefit of instant yeah. replay and, and, and going somebody and explaining what happened and how you know Roman won right right and in this case it w- uh, all we had to go on was the word of Poch who yes. was the announcer yeah, yeah. So and there was a delay case, and there was a delay right so Zayden also didn't know if that was the, supposed to be the finish at all 
And I, I guess to contextualize things, ring announcers generally don't have an idea what goes on. Yes. Unless they're actually part of booking or unless they're part of the management. The ring announcer normally isn't filled in either by choice or because the company doesn't want that to happen. Mm. Okay. So yeah, yeah they might uh, give away the business. Right. Oh, yeah, so okay. that, that kind of that, that kind of explains why uh, um, there might have been some confusion as well on Poch's end because he, from where he was seated, he couldn't see how uh, Vlad. Yeah, because he was, was all the way on the, the other side of the theater. Now, uh, comparing this to their first matchup, uh, tables were involved, ladders were involved. So many things happened, and Vlad, since it walked away with the title decisively, I would have wanted to see the same thing happen to this uh, matchup. So you felt like this match was a step down? A step down, yes. Well, what do you think of in, uh, Nintendo's involvement? Nintendo is finding his own way through the PWR world, and um, he's he's been the raging gamer for quite some time. He's been on the up and up. He's trying to step up, and you know you can't help but be impressed with that. But is it at the same time? Is it the smartest thing to go after a psychopath like Vlad Sinsik? <laughs> I wouldn't know. We'll, we'll, we have to wait and see how the story unfolds because I don't think he has enough power ups for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think Nintendo is playing with a few less IQ points. Oh wow. I go there, but okay. By doing that. RPG, RPG IQ points. RPG IQ points. All right. All right. Points. Int points. Yes, there we go. That's the term. Okay, next up, you had the Tag Team Championship match between the network, only represented by AB3. You also had uh, Zayden Trudeau and Burt, and uh, the team of John Sebastian and Crystal, who would go on to win the Tag Team Championships. Yes. Now, uh... All respect to AB3, man. Even without Idol, he still... He put up his, those titles like a champion. Like uh, he, he put up such a fight in this entire match mm. that you wouldn't be surprised to if he was just there by himself. Mm. It was a breakout performance. Yeah, it was, right? Because AB3 is actually very talented. Mm-hmm. He is the workhorse of the network. Yeah. Uh. You know, if, if and this solidified it, yeah, and this solidified it. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, I think the biggest moment for AB3 in that match was when the entire arena was chanting his, his name. name yeah. yeah, no, because that very first spot that he did, where he just body slammed no, everyone, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of, everyone each other, of each other and tried to go for the pin, I really wanted him to win that way. I wanted him to get that kind of booking because it would have been great for his career. You know, if you want that way, but you know, realistically, this is not really going to say it's not going to work that way. And I understand, you know, one guy against four guys technically, he was bound to lose. The odds were against him, so he did put up a great fight. What do you think about the makeover that AB3's gone through? Because he shaved his head recently (laughs) and he's going through the goatee, uh, so he's got a full on mustache and a bit of a goatee (laughs) now. Yes, like I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Game. No, I, I really like. I really like how he's trying to legitimize himself as a tough guy. Like he before he'd come out with his comb, with his uh, side swept hair, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the necktie, and the scarf, right? yeah, the, the scarf, 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 scarf. scarf. The necktie, sorry. I don't no, sorry, the scarf, right? Yeah. Right, look all posh and preppy. He is going through what I call a Miz phase. Remember uh, when Miz started yeah. out, he was all flashy. Yeah. And then he got to a point where he was like, enough with the flash. I'm going to be a real wrestler. 
act yeah. like a real wrestler. This because is what he AB, was a real wrestler. Because he was a real wrestler. Because he wasn't just some reality show winner. But yeah. I feel like AB3 is going through the same thing. He's not just a sidekick anymore. He's the main guy. He's the workhorse. And I really like what he's going through right now. All right, let's talk about the big win for John Sebastian and Crystal. Uh, wh- uh, what do you think about that finish and what it does for them as a team? I actually had very high hopes for to do it both. They are a very talented tag team. In fact, when I was origin- originally seated back uh, of the theater, I was next to the two daughters, fans of uh, Zen and Trudeau. Well, so that, no, that's, it's, it's like, that's I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's true daughters. What but do they call themselves? True right? friends? True friends? True debts? True domies? True debts? Let's just go with true debts. True debts. I think they won't. They won't friends of Zayden. True debts. Zayden's fan club. Three, yeah, no, no three, they, they are the friends of Zayden Trudeau because they pay for the advertisements. Okay, <laughs> the advertisements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, so, wait, 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 wait. The yeah. the three girls in the Zayden Trudeau T-shirts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Were you uh, brand new? Brand new Zayden Zayden through those t-shirts. We're just we're just hyping him up for me so highly because whenever he'd pull off a springboard, it, springboard would be, something. Yeah, right? springboard anything. So I'm gonna last and pinay And it's not like that he needed it though. It's not like he needed it. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. He can really athletic. He can put it off in his own. So I really had the high hopes for him, even if his partner was sprint. But at the same time, you cannot knock natural chemistry, which is what John Sebastian is. Natural. Does. Natural chemistry. They are a couple after all. And, you know, I always emphasize it whenever I talk about tag teams. Chemistry is always something. Mm. It's, it's always a big factor in any team up, right? And yes, okay, Sebastian and Crystal won, won underhandedly. They snuck in the win. After Did, a 450. Yeah, like that. yeah. But do you expect anything else? I mean, the guy is a two-time PWR champion for a reason. No, no, he's not a two-time champ. One, one time, time really long time one champ. One time, really long Yeah, yeah. One a, time, it, it was such a long reign that people often think, oh, yeah, he was okay. a two-time champ. So, yeah. No, one time, really long time champ for a reason. And now he's a PWR tanking champion. I want to ask you about your thoughts on Crystal's evolution. Because, yeah, she turned heel last year, but now she's uh, doing her thing with John Sebastian. Uh, the valet was actually at the show, and she was texting me uh, during the Tag Team Championship okay. match, and she was saying that she was pretty disappointed in Crystal and where her character has gone, because now she went from having her own shtick to now just being the side chick to John Sebastian. I actually don't think that's the case yeah, I here. I don't it's think not, that's the case. It's not. Crystal started off as the girl in PWR. The only girl. The only girl. Right, there was another girl. Other girl disappeared. Crystal was the only one left. And then Robin and came. Then Robin, and then Robin came. came. And now Crystal was was the other girl. Because Robin had a... She was the girly girl. Yeah, right? Because Robin had her thing down. She was the punk princess, right? Mm. Uh, oh. Well, punk, the, the, uh, uh, sorry, punk rock. Sorry. Punk rock maiden. The thing about Crystal, in which, uh, which I actually tried to bring up to her when she <laughs> texted me uh, that comment though, about Crystal was... Uh, her acting the way she is right now in the ring actually uh, seems very natural to her. Like, it's so easy for her to just be such a bratinella in the ring, yeah. to be so bitchy, and I think uh, she's very comfortable in her own skin no. in, uh, with, with this character, which no. I think is a good thing, especially because she's really playing up her heel side. Because Crystal, like I said, didn't really know who she was at the beginning, and now that she knows who she is, really, and she knows what she wants, 
Which and is what like, she wants to portray. Yeah, and what she wants to be, she will go out of her way to, out of her comfort zone, rather, to get it. You know? <coughs> she doesn't really care about what the fans think of her anymore. She just knows that she has a goal in mind. And I guess with the PWR tag team titles, she already has it. So kudos to her, man. All right. Now, up next, you got a couple of matches for the PWR Championship. First, you had Ralph Imabayashi quickly defeating Chris Panzer, who was injured. And then it was followed up by an open challenge where a returning Bombay Suarez challenged Ralph Imabayashi. Panzer really just wasn't it wasn't a smart move for him to face Imabayashi in the state that he was in. It was brave, but it was It was brave. I mean you smart. don't expect anything else from Chris Panzer, but at the same time, I'm not surprised the match ended that quickly. Not surprised that Imabayashi was able to dispatch of uh Chris Panzer with that cradle tombstone, you know? So it was it was it was sad to see uh, Chris Panzer go out that way. He he's the face of PWR in my opinion, and you know I would have wanted to see him put up a fight, but maybe you know I would have also wanted to see him not get hurt so much. What about uh, Bombay Suarez? Bombay Suarez coming. Bombay Suarez. The last time I saw him was also at last year's Path of Gold. He was at Revo X though last year. He, I don't. Were you, were you there? Were you I was not. I think. I think I was in the. Yeah, I think I wasn't at Revo X. Yeah, you weren't at Revo X, but he made that. Yes. Yes. Fair, fair. So, so the last time I saw him was also at uh, Path of Gold. Um, he was impressive in last year's Path of Gold as entrant number twenty-one. In fact, I thought he would have won it last year. And, and, and a few year and a few times this year, I thought he also would have won the title. Um, but you know, he hasn't been in the ring as actively as Ralph Imabayashi, and Ralph Imabayashi is. At the top of his game right now, he's just he will hold on to that belt by any means necessary. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are; he's just very, very good right now. So, what what do you think about the match itself? Because, as you said, Bombay hasn't really competed in about a year. Did you think that, like main Max, there was ring rust, or yes, did you think no, most that, definitely. Uh, did you think that Bombay looked different aside from the tattoos and probably the hair? No, most definitely there was ring rust involved. But Bombay is Bombay. He will not give up. He doesn't know the meaning of the word stay down. He, you don't expect anything else from the guy whose name is the heart and soul of PWR. Right? But at the same time, Rafael Mabayashi is a, is a champion for a reason. Was it a fun match for you? It was a fun match for me. It was a memorable match for me. And I wish I would see more of Bombay Suarez. Uh, was this we the first time that no, no, we saw Ralph versus Bombay? I'm, I'm not sure um, if this has happened before. You guys are Yeah, you guys yeah, know I don't think so. It hasn't happened. And it's, uh, it's uh, one of those unique matches because uh, Ralph is from Batch to a boot camp and then Bombay is a PWR original. Yeah. So you have that bit of history going on. Yeah, right? it's pretty much OG versus OG. Pretty much, right? Yep, yep. Back, but if this was in, the only thing that would make this more legitimate and old school was if this happened in uh, Makati Cinema yes. Square. And none of us uh, want that. Yeah, happen, nobody right? wants that anymore. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Alright. Uh, do you want to talk about the intermission program with, uh, with uh, the yeah, splashes? You know what? I, I, you know what? I actually, a little backstory here. I actually got a text from Stan uh-huh. saying, asking if I was watching. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'm watching. And he was like, yes, because Potato Coil is giving away 5,000 pesos worth of GCs. And I was like, I'm definitely there. I was inside the one when you guys did. So I, was, I wasn't going to miss this for anything. But then I found out what you had to do for for the thing for to get the G 
GCs, yeah. and I actually had my doubts. Not because, <laughs> not because of of the people of the the splash that right? you had to take a body body slam uh, for from yeah, three yeah. PWR right, wrestlers right, right, of right, right. varying difficulties. Yes. I didn't have a problem with that. Okay, so two what did you have a problem with? The two of the guys who were part of the challenge were actually my good friends, so I know I was in good hands. Uh-huh. The problem I had was with Brad Cruz <laughs> because I didn't have all my shots yet. <laughs> he might do something. Like he's he never be infected. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't know. Ma, ma, malayo yung hospital sa circuit eh, so hindi natin masabi. Hindi naman. Uh, Meron kayo hospital na Makati. Oh, well, Osma. Osma is not that far from there. There uh, is a medical facility on site, yeah, sir. I don't think it's worth it. Makati Med is a quick right drive. Yeah, it's right up the street. Potato corner is good, but you know, not, not, it won't help you against you know, the you bread crusade. Would you rather have gout? Or be in the I would rather reason. I would rather have gone. Okay. classing <laughs> <laughs> So how did you feel about the segment as a whole? It was good, man. Good job for random guy winning all those random, random guy. Right? Okay. Shout out to random guy. No, shout out to this idiot Camus for selecting. I didn't select. I didn't select. I put out the waiver. Uh, One guy picked up the waiver. Ah, talaga. The, that the, is the legitimate the story. This 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 uh this explanation is as shady as the all out war ending. Okay. It's just obvious favoritism on your It's part. like I busted out I busted out the waiver. I was like, gentlemen, there's an actual waiver. waiver. You have every chance to read it right now before we do this. And then Lance was the other one was like, Yep, yep, yep. And then it's like, okay, you can sign it on my back. Yeah, and I was like, no. Nope. I'll, I'll, I'll just sign it here. <laughs> to be to be fair to Lance, he is one of the original Heckler's Row people. Uh-oh. So you know, if there was anybody who would be uh, down for that, and who deserves to be splashed, who deserves to splash, Lance is taking quite the abuse. Oh, and yeah, Lance Stein Ong has become like an NPC by uh, the. F- uh, he is not an like, NPC. No, sir. come on, no, 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 no. no he is. No, in last year's a- path ago, Tito Ginto was was whipped into Lance. Yes. <laughs> Lance Pass is as okay, much okay, okay Lance Stan Ong is as much an NPC as Izzy. No. Yes. Izzy has even time. more. No, even more than Izzy because yeah. Izzy's just in the audience. Yeah. And... Sasha that one time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now oh, Lance has actually exactly. been inside our ring. Yeah. Lance over Izzy, yeah. Izzy has been in the ring. To be fair, she hugged Bailey, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And, and she Lance had a show. Lance is not Izzy. Yes, he whimpers like his little girl, but. Yep. On air high five for you, Lance. Okay. Okay. Anyway, anyway, all right. Let's let's move on from Landstein Ong and get to the main event, which is the Path of Gold match. Oh my God! So much to unpack from here. Happened. How do do you want to go about? Well, from the start. Uh, From the start. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Uh, It was Kuya Mengs Miguel Rosales versus Frederick Mahaba. First two. Redick Mahaba started off strong with a sneak attack. You know, he knew. Sneaky. And let's try not to recap this because it was a, a really long match. Okay, no, I will not. I will not. I barely remember all the other things. Yeah, let's, this let's part, probably just identify the spots that really this, matter this to you part, and the implications, Siguro. This part, though, just proves what Miguel Rosales is willing to go through just to get a shot at Ralph Imabayashi. Now, unfortunately, he does not get that shot. Raf Imabayashi has to be very, very afraid of what Ruthless Miguel Rosales is capable of, which is why I feel like he had to interject himself at some point, especially when uh, Miguel Rosales was able to dispatch of Frederick Mahaba so quickly, and especially when he made it to the top four, the final four. Okay. 
But uh, he did take a cookie tray to the head. Yeah, he did, he took a lot of shots to from a lot of different people in this match. And at one point or another, I always thought that he was out of it. But he's ruthless, Miguel Rosales. He they call him ruthless for a reason. He doesn't stay down that that often. Uh, John Evander, BWD. Hey, the Smart Henry Scholar. Yeah, the Smart Henry Scholar, John Evan, John Evander, hey. BWD made his debut. Number um, 18. At number 18, I actually thought that John Evander would be uh, a Zach Gowan type. Because... What? Because of PWD. Because of PWD. Exactly, because of PWD. But But you know what PWD stands for? Yeah. Uh, This PWD. Yeah, yeah. Professional wrestling degree? Uh, Pro wrestling doctorate. Pro wrestling doctorate. (laughs) See, now it really showed in in his gimmick. It really showed in his wrestling technique, which is... A lot of finger holds, you know. A lot of a lot, a lot of, of finger cracking. A lot of finger know, why crack. wasn't John Cena a THD? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, well, there was a shirt though. It said THD. PhD. THD. Yeah, not not talking about. No, anyway. Shirt. So John Evander, uh, he lasted longer than I expected him to last. I'll be honest with you. I thought he would be out in a jiffy, but then. That wouldn't be much of a debut, right? Yeah, so yeah. I actually liked what he showed this time around. I hope he does a lot more for PWR, maybe in the following uh, pre-show matches or one main card matches. Even. Did he look believable to you as a scholar and as someone who uh, you know um, relies on his extensive knowledge of wrestling to yeah, get by? He does. He does because he came out in a lab coat and you know nothing legitimizes <laughs> and glasses and uh, then a lab coat and glasses exactly. <laughs> Very Stephen Hawking. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Seriously, I was gonna say. Really? I, I, was gonna say I was gonna say it's more. It's more. Never trip on that thing. We'll let him wheelchair. Well, he does have PWD in his name, so I was gonna say it's more Dexter's lab than anything. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's like a mix of Dexter and Dark. Uh, oh yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Very man dark. Uh, I haven't heard him on the mic though, so I really can't say if he is that evil. Let's see. All right. Um, speaking of Supremo, uh, there was a spot there where Trabajador Supremo finally got up from the wheelchair and yes, surprised everyone. Actually, by the bro. power of the shadow. I actually, shadow. I actually don't think that Trabajador Supremo ever needed that wheelchair. I think he just likes sitting down a lot. <laughs> Does that explain his size? That explains his size. He likes sitting down a lot. He likes being. I would. I would sit down often if I had my own wheelchair, man. Sure. But like, you know, so it it really wasn't that. It was surprising for me to see him have to stand up like that. But it was not surprising that he had to struggle to stand up because he's not very healthy. Um, but I think uh, getting the ha- getting the the edge over Quattro was just a matter of moments. They were out there for a reason. They really, really want to hinder Quattro as much as possible. Although I have to say, a good spot for Quattro coming out at, at number, number four. four. You could hear the crowd and lasting till the final. Yes, four. and lasting till the final four. Exactly, a lot of great spots for Quattro. He's just too talented to be held down. This is not going to be the end of his career. He's going to go on, and he's going to get the better of the council. Uh, other things that happened in this match, uh, TDT uh, did not expect to be... He was involved. a champion. He is he a champion. He is a champion. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try and defend The TNT. graphic has the championship belt. <laughs> Just like the new graphics for all the champions. Right? Exactly. It's champion. 
to be fair, to Triangle Latore, he is a midget wrestling champion. This is PWR. Not a lot of other midgets in PWR. He sat with the champions. He's not a lot of other midgets in the PWR. Therefore, if you're the only champion in your weight division, and you're the only member of the weight division, are you really a champion? Or are you just a champion by default? I have no words for that. I like that. I, I like that, t- I, uh, I mean, that take. To be fair, I do not... I, this does not legitimate. Legitima, uh, this does not make his championship any less legitimate. But at the it's same time, it's not defended. It doesn't belittle his championship. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Hey. One air handshake. Perfect. One handshake. Perfect. Uh, perfect words does not belittle his championship. But at the same time, you know he should have prepared better. Quickest elimination in Path of Gold history. Shortest time in the ring. For the shortest, shortest member of the roster. So. Uh, so, sad. so oh, wait, are Crystal and Robin taller than him? Yes. No. Really? Yes. Are they? Really? Are they? Yes. Both? I don't yes. remember. The, oh, not by much. Not by much, but yes. <laughs> All right. A lot of great spots in the Path of Gold matches too. Uh, a lot of dive spots. Robin too did some uh, too many dive spots. Let me just Actually, say. Wait, this is less than last year, though. I will give you that. Oh, well, to be yeah. fair, yes. This, they, they, you, I don't think you guys had as much room to do dive spots this time around. No, True. Right? no, 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 yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't as, as open as uh, the oh, Miami Center. Although yeah. I will say this, Peter Versosa, that thing that allows you to dive spot, that's called gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that does not exist in a flat world, okay? No, no, uh, it does, just it, differently. It does. I, I, I watched a video this morning uh, on how gravity works. You watched the video, too. I yeah. want him to explain it to oh me, my. how gravity works. In like the, the, the farther we are from the center of the Earth, which would be like um, uh, filled with water, the weirder gravity works. So you're in the No, no, no. So, uh, more like is that why NBA players can like jump yeah, and shit? Yeah, like you float? Or? No, no, no. no. You, the gravity pulls you. If you're like farther from the center, it pulls you sideways, too. Because uh, the gra- as far as gravity is in the center. So, so that's why piece, Giannis can dunk in like three steps uh, from like, yeah, the free yeah. throw line or some shit. But how come he can do it in the Olympics too? I know. I, I really because do. It's, because it's total bullcrap. That's why. That's why. Yep, he can that's do why. It. But uh, a, lot, a lot of other things to, ha- to unpack here. Ken Warren. Oh okay, my God. Okay, let's start, let's start with Ken Warren. No, we're not starting with Ken Warren. No, 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 we started no, no, already. No, like, no with, Ken, Warren's, Ken, with Warren. Ken Warren's, the saga of Ken Warren's path Ken of gold. Ken Warren had to go through a lot to even be in this matchup. He went against the YOLO twins he, and eliminated them both. He, I felt like he earned his vindication for this matchup. I really did. I felt like Ken Warren was able to end his feud with the Yolo Twins decisively by getting rid of them both. Let me ask you this. Do you buy Ken Warren as a babyface, though? Yes. Why? Because he had to go through... Okay, the end of this match, he was playing heel, right? Towards the end of this match. he w- but, uh, but you can't help but cheer for the underdog. And I feel like in this situation, he is the underdog. How? Because he came from injury... Because he was turned on by the Yolo Twins? Because you didn't expect somebody who was gone from the PWR ring for such a long time? Three, four months? Yeah, a few months. To even make it to the Final Four, let alone win. And because... And win against Jake DeLeon. Exactly. And win against Jake DeLeon, a former Path of Gold winner in his own right. And at the same time, you know, you wanted to see him vindicated against Mike Madrigal, who he lost to in such a tragic fashion. Remember in their last match up in their last oh. meeting, he actually succ- 
his injuries got the better of him. He lost, sadly. And he wants to prove that he can actually retake the PHX championship uh, in his own way, you know, with his own strength. So I'll, I'll say this, because I was watching the entire Path of Gold match from the, from the audience, and that pop when Ken Warren won was also really, really good. Yes, it was like one of the most... It was one of the most genuine, most most believable things to see in Path of Gold and PWR history, rather. Because you can... You're just... You're just happy for Ken. He's worked so hard. And he's an OG. He's an OG PWR wrestler. He's been there... He's since the beginning. Been there, done that. And he's done ev- everything. You almost. Know, ex- almost everything, everything, except when, you know, the Path of Gold match. Uh, to be fair, all of the Path of Gold winners so far have been OG PWR guys. Well, yeah, I'm not knocking the other winners, you know. No, but uh, eto, I wasn't there when Chris Panzer won. So compare the reaction to the Panzer win to the Ken Warren win. Uh, was, was it as loud? Was it as uh, I, nuclear? I didn't think it was as loud because, uh, number one... So it's more loud? Mas malakas to kay Warren. I oh. feel. I feel. Uh, maybe it's because I was in, I was in the moment. Maybe because I knew the guy. Maybe because I knew his work ethic. Maybe also because it wasn't as exhausting a match. As yes, last exactly. Year. There was Th- this that match, also. Uh, this match, if anything, was very well paced. Did you uh, did you see it coming though? Like, um, did you think I Ken Warren not. was gonna win? I did not. I actually thought Miguel Rosales was gonna win. I, I thought it was ECX for you. <laughs> We've already established. It's on. It's on camp, sir. We've already established that that was coerced. Coerced, <laughs> sir. Not a genuine. It was response. bribery. Uh, but you know what? Miguel Rosales. was my top pick. He unfortunate. He actually, if I'm not mistaken, did he eliminate the most guys in this matchup? Uh, he got. He got four, he, if I'm not mistaken, right? We need we need a stat guy checker for next right? week. But we'll, like, we'll check but up like on he that. He got a lot of guys. He did. He did. He got a lot of guys, and he lasted. And he went down to Ralphie Mabayashi. He lasted the longest, and he had to go okay. out. He had to go out to a guy who wasn't even in the match. That's how afraid Ralphie Mabayashi was of him. Uh, it's unfortunate that he had to go out that way. Although I am confident that he will have you know his own way to towards Ralphie Mabayashi. Ken Warren, on the other hand, did not expect him to win at all. Right. Um, of course, being the winner of Path of Gold, that means Ken Warren could choose whichever champion he wanted to face at Revolution X. He chose Mike Madrigal for the PHX Championship, as he said, because of the history between their characters. But what do you think about that choice? And what do you think about the move to have the Path of Gold winner face the PHX champion this time, which hasn't happened in the history of PWR? I actually, I think, I think it's smart for Ken to go back to the PHX championship because he has unfinished business with Mike Madrigal. If he had gone for the PWR championship, he may he may have won the championship and he may become PWR champion, but it would still leave unresolved business, unfinished business with Mike Madrigal. Right? And plus Mike Madrigal will just continue running his mouth. So mm. I think in the end it's smart for Ken to go after the PHX title. He feels I feel like he, that's where he's comfortable. It's his baby also. Yeah, it is his baby. As as Kyle said, uh, I the think is... I, I think it's to him as the IWGP Intercontinental Championship was to Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. And who's to yeah, say something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, or the Intercontinental Championship is to the Miz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's to say that the PHX Championship isn't the main title? You know? Yeah. 
it, it's it's with it just the, got a huge boost yeah. by the guy who beat like nineteen other guys to choose that. Exactly, and and for for the winner to go through that and still go for what is supposedly the secondary yeah. title, uh-huh. that's a huge deal for me. Mm. All right, and I, and I like that choice. Okay, so as we wind down here, let's give out the awards which you've, uh, you know, you, you're used to giving out at this point. Yes. Who was your star of the night? Uh, my star of the night uh, was Ken Warren, obviously, because not only did he win the Path of Gold match, he had to go through a lot more than an ordinary EWR guy. He had, he had to come from injury. He had to come from a losing streak. He had to come from being, uh, be, being, being turned on. Betrayal. And betrayed by his partners. So, Ken Warren, kudos to you. You are the star of the night. And spot of the night? Spot of the night will have to go... Uh, well, this, will, this will have to go to... Crystal and John Sebastian okay. in, the pedo, in, in the tag team uh, match. Um, they just proved how wily they are. They just proved... Mm. This is just during the finish. They just proved how wily they yeah, are. they stole the finish. And as impressive as that 450 was, it doesn't really count if you don't get the pin. I mean, yeah, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his <laughs> fault, to be fair. But, you know what? Also, secondary honors go to uh, Sandata turning on tax. <laughs> I like how naive Dax was to think that Sandata it wasn't it wasn't in Sandata's level to turn on him. It's every man for himself after all. Uh-huh. It's every indeed, man indeed. You, you don't get two winners, you only get one. And maybe if Sandata would have won, he would have gone after John Sebastian and Crystal. Mm. And he would have still taken Dax with him, right? Maybe. That's Who an knows? interesting take on uh, it. In an alternate universe an where Sandata actually wins. Yeah, sure. In an alternate universe, if Sandata had won, he would have done that. So, you know what? Dax, it's okay. Very luck next night. time. Yeah, very luck next time. All right. Uh, um, how about match of the night? Is it the Path of Gold match? Or is there would another match? Would that be cheating, though? No, it's not. it's not. Well, it, it, it's technically a match. Yeah, a match. It happened yeah, okay. during that then night. it would be the Path of Gold match. All right. So, I think we've, but we've I, but, said enough. But, like... Uh, beyond that, you know, because I feel like it's cheating because everybody was there. I feel That's like the fine. actual match of the night would have to go to the uh, tag team three way. Sure. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Now, uh, of course, the next show takes place April twenty two. It'll be the Showdown two. Electric I mean, they Boogaloo. have. Yeah, uh, PWR <laughs> has a call it Showdown two officially, but we are silently petitioning for it to happen. The Showdown 2 is right there for the taking. Come on, I'm a JSWLAS. <laughs> it's I right electric there. Electric Boogaloo. Nobody really gets Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, nobody anymore. really I, gets it. I mean, you get it, but yeah. nobody does. Sorry, I mean, nobody else. I mean, very room, few. We all get it, but like. Very sorry, few guys. people do. Yeah. Anyway, um, any uh, other, uh, a- any final thoughts uh, with the review, with the show, before we let you go. It was a solid show. I have to say, if, if I were to give this a star rating... Yes, please, please. This would get a solid 5 out of 5. Just for how well-paced it is. Just for how entertaining everything was. Path of Gold gets the gold medal for this review. All right. All right, there you have it. Uh, Path of Gold officially getting a gold from Chino Liao. Chino, thank you so much for coming back and for uh, for joining us at Wave this time. Wait, 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 Chino. As a film buff, Showdown 2 or Two Shaw Too Furious? Hey! Oh, Oh, snap! Oh, there we go. I would actually go... 
I would actually go go with Tushal to fear. Is that? I'd never even thought of that. Yeah, so that's it's a, solid it, it, opens solid, up, yeah. it opens up the whole the whole series franchise naming thing. Every time we're in show. <laughs> Thanks, Chino. Dad, guys. Thanks once again to Chino Liao for coming over and reviewing Path of Gold, which was presented by our friends from Potato Corner. We hope to see more of them. And, you know, if all goes well, hey, you know, who knows? We might have more free Potato Corner fries at future PWR shows. And Spudster. I want I want Spudster to have a one-on-one match against Supremo. That would be fun. Sure, yeah. Why not, right? <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to our picks of the week before we end the podcast. Uh, I already gave mine earlier. It's the six-pack challenge main event from Fastlane. Um, I am taking Dalton Castle versus Jay Lethal from the 16th anniversary of Ring of Honor Championship. Please do catch this match. I will tell you this, that for all that Ring of Honor puts out, Dalton Castle is one of the best guys that you are probably not watching. It's just he's just fun to watch. That if you imagine the peacock thing that that Charlotte came out to at last year's rest, at this past WrestleMania. No, at uh, 32. 32, 32. Yeah, sorry, thirty two. Um, imagine that, but done so much better. That's Dalton Castle with so much better technical wrestling than even Charlotte. So. Jay Lethal and him put on Barn Burner. It's it goes long. It's given the right amount of time, and it is so much fun to watch. And ROH right now is stacked as fuck. Go try and catch it and squeeze it into your schedule. All right. Now, uh, before we get out of here, a couple of reminders. Of course, you've got the annual WrestleMania viewing party, which will be held at Skinny Mike's. It's April, April 9th, Kalitingan, Day of Valor, however you want to call it. It's a holiday. You, you don't really have don't have much of an excuse, right? So please and it's do what, join 300 us. 300 bucks? 300 pesos gets you in, plus a free drink, diba? Right? So, san ka pa? Yeah. And people are asking, is this real? Yes. Is this I mean, like 150, yes, 200 real. people been this, have been, been attending this. every year. How many, How many times is it? Third, fourth? Fourth. fourth nga. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, like, you know, I, I, I don't get these idiots on social media who are like, oh, is this real? Like, dude, come on. Seriously. Jeez. Yeah, but, you know, these idiots probably don't know where they, uh, you know, they, they don't know what they're saying. I mean, like, it's easy to say, forgive them, Father, for they do not know of what they speak. But, you know, these people are just idiots. So. True. Show the fuck up on April 9th. We'll fucking welcome you in, all right? How about that? <laughs> as long as you can pay. Yeah, as long as, as, you, long can as pay, you can pay, right? Uh, otherwise, otherwise, Borta Buezi will show you out. He'll show you the door. <laughs> right? Uh, aside from that, uh, um, you know, we've got a, a nice couple of guests that we'll be, uh, we'll be having on the show in the next few weeks. We won't tell you who they are, but it should be a nice stretch uh, leading into the summer as it heats up. Uh, plus, cool we've got... Yeah, the the night before WrestleMania, there will be an oh, MWF Jesus show. Christ. So if night you are, yeah, literally the night before WrestleMania. So if you're the type of person who wants to just overdose on wrestling, you can watch NXT Takeover on Sunday morning, watch MWF at night, and then do whatever the hell you want to want uh, you want at midnight before WrestleMania kicks uh, kicks in oh, at there's, five a.m. Supercard of Honor, ROH Supercard of Honor. If you still want to watch that right before that. Yeah, so basically, bahala na kayo if you want to overdose yourselves on wrestling. Um, I will be the type of person who will judiciously choose the amount of wrestling Actually, I watch. You know what? Where are you gonna be this? Where are you gonna be for this one? 
You're, you're back in town, Dubai. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm back in town. I'll but be at Skinny Mike's for me. this for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll yeah. be. I'll be going to Spain with my family. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a very packed itinerary, uh, which I, you know, I, I pretty much worked on all of last week. So I'm pretty proud of that. I need to cross check that for Barcelona, though. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll, I'll cross check that, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. All right, right, so I'll be wrapping this one up now and I can't wait to come back on the next episode which is you know, for me in, in uh, another two weeks' time. So thank you to everybody who keeps rating us, who keeps subscribing and evaluating and all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. So on behalf of our guest for this week, Chino Liao, on behalf of Romaran who was whisked away into some dark corner of the universe by people who we, we will not name. The shadow! By the shadow! 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 Anyway, on behalf of Ro and Chino and on behalf of Rafcams, my name is Stancy and we're out of here. Peace! And remember to sit down and be humble. Yes. Hey, this is for all my kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!